What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Remember Country Music Podcast. I'm Kyle Corbus. Uh, another great week, another great episode. I'm super stoked to have Sam Carter on today. We're going to talk all about his uh, new EP here, uh, You and Tattoos, and so much more. Sam, thanks for coming to hang out with me, man. I appreciate it. I think you're awesome. I'm excited to get hey, to play a little bit. Thank you for having me on. This is cool. Absolutely. Anytime. I got I to start it out. The Van Halen t-shirt. Fantastic. Oh, dude, yeah. I, got a, uh, I don't know if you can see it over my shoulder, but there's like a four foot picture of Eddie Van Halen over my there couch. You go. <laughs> wow, it's long. I didn't know it was that long. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, I'm, I'm a big, big concert teacher guy. Like I open my drawer these days and I'm like, man, I have nothing else to wear but t-shirts I got at concerts. And yeah, I'm like, same. I'm like, you know, like it's cool for me, but like sometimes like if you're going on a nicer occasion, you can't always wear a concert. <laughs> I don't know what to do. So yeah, um, I, I struggle with that also. What is what is your favorite concert? That, that's a good question. Oh, man. I feel like most of mine are probably like posers because I don't even get them at the concert. I just, that's fair. I have a few of those. But uh, I have a badass Ozzy Osbourne one. That's had, it's like his last, like, I don't know, like three, four years ago, he did a tour and it's one of the tour t-shirts it's yeah. one of my favorites yeah that's cool i have a uh i have a van halen t-shirt that obviously that i that's that's a poser shirt it's uh it's yeah. just one of those but it's, it's <laughs> cool my favorite one and i'll i'll i was there and obviously it's a piece together version but it's a, a skinner shirt and on the back it just says leonard fucking skinner and oh there you go I, I think that, I have the Eric fucking church t-shirt. Oh, that's a good one too. <laughs> that's a good one. I, I have a church t-shirt too, but that that's a really good one. That that's, that, that's, that's some high quality stuff. I, um, you know, uh, the Cadillac three. Yeah. So they have a shirt that I have that I, I wear on occasions. It depends on where I am, but it's a tie dyed shirt. It's got a skull on it and the eyes are pot leaves. And then oh, it's, yeah, it's like seen the, that. the devil's lettuce. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Awesome I've seen shirt. that. Yeah, it's a good one. It's a really good one. Um, but to just kind of start out here and uh, get off the t-shirt conversation, um, you know, what is just people who may be listening to uh, me for the first time or or are here and they don't know you, what, what is the the quick version of yourself and, and why you got to where you are? And uh, then we can dive into all the good music stuff. Yeah, um, I'm from a little town northwest of Atlanta called Dallas, Georgia. Um I didn't really have like the story of like growing up singing in church yeah. or like playing music or anything. I was just always a big, big fan. And uh, <clears throat> I probably didn't start playing or, or singing or doing anything until I was like 20 or 21. Um, I was taking some college classes that I realized I did not want to take. <laughs> and uh, so I started, I started getting into songwriting and, and really just as a fan and just was I liked finding out about new artists, new writers, whatever, new songs. And that kind of just started me learning to play those songs. And then it kind of evolved into me writing my own. So, yeah, I mean, and I moved to Nashville. Uh, well, before that, I, I I quit my job and just played like acoustic gigs yeah. on the weekends for my full time job for like three years. And then until uh, I was able to move here in 2021 in january so i've been here a little over two and two years that's awesome that's yeah. awesome that's a big step that that's that's a step that i think uh a lot of people are afraid to make especially at first and like it's kind of cool that like you decided you want to be a full-time musician like in the atlanta area i know atlanta's like 
you know, Atlanta does have a good music scene, but but yeah. it's not as depending on what you're playing, right? It's not it's not as yeah. easy, but um that, that's a big step to go ahead and quit your job and 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 to say like I'm gonna do this full time. How nerve-wracking is that? Especially like, you know, like when you're not doing like because you know, you see people do that, but they start playing music when they're 14 and their parents drive yeah. right. Like it's a different feeling when you're like an adult and you're on your own, you're like, Well, I'm just gonna do it. Dude, it was crazy because like it was kind of perfect though, because my job was trying to like get me to do this other position that was going to mm-hmm. kind of take up all my time. And I'd only played like probably three shows in my life up to this point. Mm-hmm. And I, and I had like been making money. I'd make the make same amount of money I would at my job in two mm-hmm. nights. And so I kind of came to a crossroads at my job and was like, fuck it. I'm going to try to just do this. And yeah. it worked out. And I mean, obviously there were times where you can't get shows and you're fucking pinching pennies, but yeah. That's part of it. It's but it was very like it felt really good, honestly, to like like leaving that parking lot the last day and like knowing I like I work for myself now. It it, it does feel really good. There's nothing better than uh, being your own boss. As a guy yeah. who's not always his own boss, I'm only my own boss in these in these 45 minutes you see a week. But <laughs> but besides that, I mean, as a guy who's not their own boss, it is great to have like that feeling where. And like, you know, obviously it's a little bit less here, but for me, like to be able to do whatever I want and to talk to whoever I want and to talk about whatever I want is like, for me, that's cool. Like I've, you know, I have friends all the time say like, um, you know, you should have, you know, this person on that person on. And I'm like, yeah, I would do that. Typically their recommendations are are good. But for me, like I I started this for myself and if it's something I enjoy, then that's a big selling point, right? And if it's someone yeah. who's like not really my cup of tea, I'm not going to do that because that's that's forcing a conversation. I'm not saying they're not good; they're just not right. Funny. You know what I mean? So no, cool. you're right. To be your own boss is 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 pretty cool, and to like be able to do exactly what you want to do. Um, yeah, you know, that's that's awesome. That's really awesome. Yeah, um, I think I can go back to go back to a normal job now. It's yeah. been too long. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I say about school. Everyone's always like, you should you should go back to school. You know, because a lot of my friends are, you know, they're they're you know, I'm, I'm in my mid twenties and 25 and a lot of my friends are, are kind of like in that point where they're done with their grad schools or, or they're kind of maybe like I have my one buddy's in law school and he decided way after he graduated college, he wanted to go to law school. And I'm like, yeah. I don't think I could ever go back to school ever. No, I, I'm not smart enough for that. I'm just not. <laughs> not gonna yeah. There's, that. there's no way I could do, I couldn't even do one. I, I did one semester of community <laughs> college and I was like, fuck this tough yeah that's it it's tough it's not it's not fun it was um, like high school that you didn't have to go to exactly <laughs> exactly that's 100 percent correct it is yeah. literally like high school you didn't have to go to and uh i mean listen college was fun but it's it's it sucks it was hard it was hard yeah. um so where did a lot of your your um you know when you started playing these shows like where did and, and you started playing music right like you said like fairly late like where where yeah. are all these influences coming out of because i know atlanta's like very um or the area of atlanta's very like blues rock right that kind of thing and rap aren't those, those yeah things? yeah so I where mean, did all your music influence come from here um as far as like my songs and my sound if you will i don't i think it's very rock influence obviously yeah. Atlanta stuff is, i grew up listening to all that which is with my dad I, I never even heard country until i was in high school probably yeah and um, so I, and then that kind of changed everything because because the songwriting and the, like the storytelling and 
that I'd never even been exposed to. So that kind of, that definitely changed stuff. But yeah, I mean, the rock stuff for sure. I try to lean a little bit rock. Um, Brantley Gilbert was huge from, he was like the first like uh, country artist I listened to. Me too. Like, and then I kind of just like waterfall from that, you know, going to Aldean and all the other, all the other things. So yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, but I do, I mean, I know this is like the typical answer. Every, I listen to everything, but yeah. I really do. And um, I tried to show that on the EP a little bit. We have some rock songs, have more country song, have a, you know, a little bit more of the poppy song the summer after you. So it kind of comes from everywhere, man. I, I, yeah. I don't know. I don't have a good answer for that. <laughs> I think that's, but I think that is a good answer. Cause what I think is really cool about, about, um, and, you know, some people look at this in, in a positive or a, a negative way, but I look at it in a positive way. And I think that the direction that country music is, has been going in the last few years in terms of like being so broad, like there is there is yeah. so much that you can find. And I, I always preface it this way. You don't have to like it all because God knows I don't. But there is something out there for someone. Right. So what I yeah. think is really cool is like you and I, right, like. I'm a high school country music lover too, right? Like that, that happened to me in that, in that time of life too. I should probably say this. I'm from Northern New Jersey. Like people don't, <laughs> yeah. it's not like a, a country music cesspool. There are a lot of fans here. You'd be surprised, but it's not, it's not the same. Right. Right? I'm a little bit of an outlier, but what I think is cool is that like you have the guys like Brantley Gilbert and the guys like Jason Aldean that are, that are rock and roll driven guys that are, cause I grew up on Van Halen too, right? Like I grew up on that yeah. stuff too um and that's the stuff my dad loves too so so it's cool to like take that part of country music that you and i really love in in terms of the words and the writing right and then take all the instruments of rock and roll that we really love kind of just stick them together right and just seeing yeah like, and you're right like on this ep like blame it on my boots that's that's a very like instrumental rock heavy song i, yeah. I, would, I would say right but you know the words are obviously more geared towards country music so i think it's cool that that's like kind of where you find your blend and 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 you know i i could have told you that too but i think it's cool to hear you say that like you know the brantley's and the jason's and and you know all these guys like even like old school luke holmes had a lot yeah. coming from brantley gilbert you know what i mean for sure um, yeah so i mean even like eric church it's like a whole different sound but for me oh, like yeah. that's the epitome of a superstar is eric church so oh yeah um, so I, but I, but I think that that's, that's incredible. Do you, do you like the direction of being able to have all these uh, subgenres in this main umbrella of country music? Yeah, absolutely. Cause I mean, I've, I've been told or heard all the, like, you know, that's not country stuff. And like, sure. I, just, I think it's, I think genres are stupid in general. I think sure. it's just, if you like the way it sounds, you like the way it sounds. I don't, I don't think there's, I will never come out and say that I put out country music because sure. it's not all, it's not all country. So I, I, I think I love the way it's kind of gotten to a point where everybody can kind of do what they want. And, right. and like, I mean, if you listen to Morgan's new record, it's got four different genres on there. So it's, yeah. I think it's great. What I think is really funny about that new wall on record is like the one prior to that. Like, I think that this new one is you're right. Like definitely more, uh, there's like so much more going on yeah. than there was in the last one. And personally, just, just as a project, I like the the fir the one before this one better. I don't. I like this one too, but but I don't know why. It's just for some reason I really like Dangerous, and I always yeah. Have. Um, but um, you're right though. Like I like when I was listening to it, one there's like so many songwriters on it, you don't even know what to do with it. Like it's yeah. it's crazy. And um, but I agree. It's like it's it's just an absolute uh, you know, there's like something coming from here and from here and from here. It's it's 
it's really great. I think it's really cool that you're able to do that and people are able to do that and be successful with that. Um, yeah. I think that that's awesome. I agree. I'm totally with you. Um, so when you go to Nashville, right. Uh, you know, we talked about how you, how you played in Georgia for a while and then you decide to go to Nashville and, and you finally take that leap and that's all great. And th- I love hearing this. I'm, I'm curious on your response. It's like, there's so many people that go to Nashville and then they say, I thought it was good. And then I went to Nashville and then I realized yeah. that I had to stick it up. Did you have like that culture shock? Like, Oh shit. Like I'm good, but there's also, you know, a hundred more people that, that are just as good. Yeah. I mean, I, I always say like everyone here is the best in their hometown. Yeah. And like, that's true. Um, I don't think it was like a shock. I mean, I, cause I'd come up here a few times and I'd, I think social media makes it so much easier because you mm-hmm. just you feel like you know all these people even though you may not. So I, it wasn't that hard uh, with for, with that part of it, but it, for songwriting because I moved up here with a publishing deal and just learn. I had to learn how to write songs pretty mm-hmm. much because up to that point I'd really only written songs by myself. So that was more of the shock to like watch these guys write songs, good songs, and every day. Right, and it's like that that was a, a muscle you have to build up for sure yeah yeah is do you would you say that like because the way i see it is like that town it just pushes you it just pushes you to be better right because there's yeah if not you'll get passed by um yeah did you feel that like did you did you feel at any moment where you're just like like what are you learning right like so you move up there with the publishing deal like you said and, and you're and you're writing by yourself but what are you learning writing with other people that you may not know writing by yourself um, I think just how like, the process of writing a song in general, I mean, just, and like coming up with melodies and, and wordplay and how they even come up with ideas, sure. just being able to pick these dudes brains that have been doing it forever and that are better than me. And I, they, I think that there's something to be said about doing, working with people who are better than you is it makes you better. And that's what I try to do. I think that's absolutely true. I think that, um, you know, I always like put it back to being an athlete. Like you always want to work out with someone who's better than you, not worse than you, because then you're yeah. just really doing nothing for yourself. You're really exactly. just, you're really just, you know, not sharpening iron. It's like iron sharpens iron, but you're not, you're not doing anything. If there, if there's anyone, if you're the best person in the room is, is what I'm trying to get at there. Yeah. Um. So, uh, you know, you've, you've put out some, before the, before you put out the CP, you had, you had some songs out in 2017, some songs out in 2019, 2020 as well. Um, the CP, I, I think it's fantastic. I think it's your best stuff. Uh, I listen to this and, and, you know, I would genuinely jam to every song. I think it is absolutely these five songs are your best stuff. Appreciate um, it. what started the CP? Why now? Why these five songs? Like what, what was your, at what point did you say like, okay, it's time to put some more music out and I'm going to do the CP and I'm going to have these five songs on the CP. Yeah. I mean, when I moved to town and, like sign my pub deal and I have like an arts development deal with them as well. So like the, the music was always a, the plan to put out yeah. music. They wanted me to write for a couple of years and, and just learn how to do that and get the right songs. And um, honestly, like blaming on my boots, we, we cut that like probably two years ago. Wow. And like, just because we're like this one, this is one we need for sure. Let's just go ahead and do it. We yeah. did it. And then the, it, it was honestly kind of relaxed and in, in picking the rest of the songs. It was because kind of, we didn't really have like a deadline or like a, mm. a plan or really anything like that for a release. So we kind of just recorded them as they came and um, which was nice. And then this year, right. 
we were we're gonna we we're actually planning on putting some these songs out like the end of last year, but time kind of came up on us and you know the holidays and all that stuff. So sure. we decided to do it first of the year, twenty twenty three, and um. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I was, I was more than ready to get songs out. It'd yeah. been a while, and I mean, all those songs that I put out before, I had written all of them by myself. So yeah. it was like I was ready to put out some like you know more quality stuff. So there's a ton of growth. There's a ton of growth between those. And I'm not saying those songs are not good, but there you can tell that there's that there's just and I, I, I week in week out, I've been talking about this a lot recently. Like you always want to one up yourself, right? Like what are you doing if you're if you're not you know doing yourself one better every time you have a new release? Like that's part of the game like you want to be better right yeah. so but so like you know i went back and listened to all the old stuff like i've you know i've had so many songs on my phone for for you know six years at this point right but um you know i go back and listen to the old stuff and then you know we get to this point i, I want to hear the the difference and there's there's huge growth there you know everything uh -huh. just seems a little bit more fine-tuned and yeah. the writing seems a little bit more uh you know it's it just seems a little bit more tuned and that's probably because like it's not just you making a decision like there's there's someone in there telling you like hey sam like we should go a different way here or you saying hey we should go a different way here you know what i mean like right. multiple opinions is sometimes really important so um, well, and just like production wise too yeah like, that too you know they're re recorded in an actual studio with actual musicians it's like, yeah. like worlds <laughs> of difference sure sure um, I'm actually surprised that you wanted to put these out, you know, like right before the end of the year, because for me, like this seems like the perfect summer project. Like it seems yeah. like the perfect windows down warm weather, like sitting by the lake or the ocean or whatever you're doing type of project. Like I would put this for my friends who like kind of like country music, but like, aren't like, like it for easy listening. I'd put this on. Like if we're like all hanging out, you know what I mean? I appreciate that. Yeah. I mean, I think I was just kind of like, being impatient honestly sure. when it, <laughs> I think that was all it was um but i'm glad we waited and we kind of slow drift them out uh starting in like february march we just did a song a month so they kind of right. they the whole thing came out in may so i think i think it did work out for like the summer thing yeah i agree um so do you have a favorite like if you had to pick a favorite would you pick a favorite dude i hate asking people that question because it's like how do you pick yeah. a favorite if you put them on i mean it changes um I don't want to talk about it was my favorite for a long time. Yeah, and I, and I, I think it still is, but I also love summer after you just cause it's, it's more fun and uh, hip poppy ish. And yeah. I, I think it's, it, it was honestly a sleeper for us too. Cause we were kind of questioning it going in to cut it. And then once we got the a mix back on it, we we're like, dude, we knocked this one out of the park. So that one's definitely a favorite too. I think that's, I, I, I'm a really big, I don't want to talk about a guy like that is <laughs> that, that goes through the windows of my 2008 Ford escape pretty often. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan. Um, if you, if you're playing a show, right. And you're playing in Nashville and whatever you're putting on, on your list of songs that you want to play. Right. Um, I'm sure that some of these songs are on there too. And I'm sure that there's some covers on there as well. Right. Like depending on yeah. what you're doing. Um, if you only had to pick two of these songs in a show environment where like, cause you gotta be, you can't always, just, I, I don't know for me, like, like you can't just play like whatever you like. Cause that doesn't mean the crowd would like that too. Like, yeah, or at least for me personally, but if you had to pick two of these songs for the set list in a show, you're playing somewhere, wherever, which ones do you pick? And then what two covers would you pick to counteract that? So I kind of have ran in this a little bit, um, but 
I don't know. I, 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 I play beer taste better a lot at shows mm-hmm. just because it's kind of like everyone can get it. It's not like a, you know, yeah. brain twister or anything. Sure. <laughs> so <laughs> I do that, do that one. Um, and then maybe blame it on my boots just because it's more rocking and stuff. Nice. Um, so yeah, I'd probably pick those two. I love it. That's awesome. And then covers. I always play, it's kind of out of left field, but I always play uh, Dreams by Fleetwood Mac in my wow. shows. Yeah. I love doing that song. I love singing that song. Um, damn, another cover. Um, probably something upbeat. Um, oh, man, hate all you want, but I might play some like FGL or something. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. All right. I, I'm, I'm a firm here, believer so. in like that first record was actually really, really good. Oh, dude, it is. It's totally good. I, yeah. I, I play around here at my shows all the time. Yeah, so, I would too. I would I'll too. I'll that one. Yeah, I, I see. It's funny because like, I think FGL is like a nickelback in country music, right? Yeah. Like people, and I'm not saying I love everything FGL's ever put out, but I do like that first album. And, yeah. and I, I know for a fact that people say they don't like FGL, but in reality, like if they were listening to it, they wouldn't be like, turn this off. Just like people no. say they don't like nickelback, but you know they do. I don't want to hear it. They do. Oh, yeah, dude. No one doesn't like nickelback. It's that's fake. Why? It's a lie, right? It's a yeah. it, it's an absolute lie. People do love Nickelback, and I think that's just like a meme. Like, and the, I think FGL is a little bit of a meme too at this point. Yeah, too. I think it's just easier to not to say you don't like FGL in terms of like if you like country music than it is to yeah. say that you do, and you don't want to hear the backlash. But I agree. I think that those are good choices. Those are really really good choices. I'm 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 a fan of those. Um, <clears throat> are you really are you into this whole like um, like emo rock thing like is that is that something you're into yeah i mean when i was like a skater kid in middle school so like that was right up my alley so right. I'm, I'm i'm here for it so it's it's interesting because i feel like um everyone moved to nashville to be like well maybe maybe i shouldn't say that now but i feel like we we turned into like these everyone turned into like these jeans and boots guys and now they're all like skinny jeans and jordans you know what i mean yeah i'm not saying it's a bad thing but i think that this like rock influence like i feel like everyone kind of uh claimed to be a massive country music fan uh, yeah but in reality like they may they may be huge country music fans but in reality they also love like jimmy Eat world and like yeah you know, like all those bands right which is like things that i like too because that's you know like up here before everyone started listening to rap music like that was a big part of what everyone listened to um do you see that a lot in the direction of music city in general? Um, and do you yeah, think I mean, I think we, I think music comes and goes in waves and I yeah. think people go back to what they know and what they grew up listening to. And I think, yeah. you know, if they want to admit it or not, a lot of us were skater emo kids in middle school. So, yeah. right. <laughs> and uh, I, I mean, I definitely was a skater kid for half my life. So I, I, I'll, I'll wear some boots one day and, but I, I might wear some, you know, skate shoes the next day. So yeah. Sure. So I think it's great. It's the versatility. I love it. I love it because yeah. I listen to that stuff all the time. Um, skateboarding, though, that wasn't that wasn't me. I wasn't. I you you can't. I well, I mean, I kind of wish I could. I tried when I was like probably ten or eleven. I can't ride a skateboard. I can't balance. Yeah. Like I just fall. It just doesn't work. <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't work. It'll never work. I really tried. I think I like. I tried as a kid and didn't work out for me. And then when I turned like eleven or twelve, uh, my buddy had a skateboard, and and then I went out and bought one to learn how to ride it just never worked i fell so many times i was like this oh, yeah. is terrible this is horrible i gave up i've been to the emergency room a few times too how many bones you break <laughs> um i broke this elbow twice i had to have surgery last time um 
just like I've like torn ligaments or cartilage and stuff in my ankles and wrists and like nothing real bad, but just the elbow was the worst. I feel like that that might be one of the worst bones you could probably break in terms of like 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 joint bones. You know what I mean? Like you don't want to break your back or your neck or anything like that. But like if if you're gonna like break something on your arms or legs, I feel like elbow is one of those ones you just don't want to break. Yeah, I mean that's a hard bone, dude. Like you gotta hit that hard. It still hurts. <laughs> yeah, I bet. Yeah. You like you have to shatter it, right? Like, there's no way that that. Yeah, well, it just like broke right here. That's ridiculous. Uh, uh-uh. what were you trying to do? Like a, were you trying to do like a trick or like, you just, like... something stupid? Like it wasn't even. I hadn't even skated in like it was like six years ago. This wasn't that long ago. <laughs> and like, yeah, and like I just I, I had a buddy that like moved to uh, Colorado and he was coming home. And they had built this new like outdoor skate park near our hometown. <laughs> and I was like, we got to go. So like we go buy new boards and shit. And like, yeah, dude, I didn't even, I wasn't even there long enough to break a sweat. <laughs> <laughs> dude, you're like some 20 year old who wants to drop into the bowl and you just, just, <laughs> yeah, shit, that's was, ridiculous. Yeah. It sucked. How do you cast that? Do you have to wear like one of those casts that just bends your whole arm the whole time or like, yeah, it was like this for, I really that's wasn't crazy. That long because really? I broke it. I broke it in like, they put it back and stuff and then wrapped it up for a week. And then I had surgery. And then like two days after surgery, they took it off. So wow. it wasn't that. Yeah. Wow. That's, that's pretty good. Maybe that's yeah. why it still hurts. <laughs> yeah, I know. Maybe <laughs> you, you would have ended up like, uh, you ever see uh rookie of the year where Henry Roland Gardner's arm is just like this the whole time. And he oh, can't yeah. like this, that would have been you. I, um, I can knock on wood and say I haven't broken a bone. Hopefully I don't, I don't do anything crazy enough to break bones these days. I kind of like retired that whole part of life. I I don't (laughs) do that because I'm just, I don't know. Maybe if I drink too much beer, maybe I will, who knows? Yeah. But, um, so, so for you as, as an artist and as a writer, um, what, what is, what, what comes up next for you? Cause you have, you have the CP out, right? Um, are you now just hitting the nose and, and going to, grind on songs like what is what is your goal over the next let's say year yeah um i think playing getting a band together and playing more full band stuff i haven't mm-hmm. played a full band show in in years so that's definitely step one play more shows we're going to start hitting writing a lot harder as well this the last end of the summer and fall and stuff and hopefully get more songs together to to you know, cut and put out. I don't have like a plan for that yet, but uh, hopefully this fall, at least put out a song or two um, and just kind of keep the ball rolling. Nice. Do you have a dream cut? Um, Probably Aldine, honestly. Yeah. I just like, I I feel like I've written a lot of Aldine songs. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But but not, not really. Yeah. That's, that's, um, I I could have guessed that, that, or honestly, I would have thought that you would have said like a Hardy or someone like that too. I think. Yeah. Hardy would be dope too, but yeah, he's, he writes it. He, he can, well, he can write them better than me. <laughs> that, that's the issue. Like, so, so now, now you just open up another can. Like, do you think that um, for these artists, these big artists that also write their own songs, like the pool has become smaller, right? I mean, in terms of like, I don't even know if we can really say that because there's still so many people that don't write their own songs, but like for the artists that do like the Morgans and the Hardys and the Ernests and, and like those guys that all, write a lot of their own stuff it's like it's hard to break through and 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 get through that that wall right and that, that's that got to be tough as a writer yeah. especially like if you know that they that they can easily listen to it but it's just hard because they have their own they, you know they have their own ideas yeah i mean and a lot of those guys just have their own crew of writers yeah. also yeah so they don't really i mean not to say they won't cut outside stuff but i mean it better be you know a hammer out of, of a song so yeah. 
it, yeah, it is tough to get in that, those circles, especially with those guys that write their own stuff because they got their crew guys they write with and, you know, it's working out. So they don't really, they don't need you. So, yeah. but uh, I mean, I, I think it's, you, you, you can get into those things as you kind of, there's, there's definitely levels to songwriting and being in, ta- and being in town that you can kind of climb that ladder over time. So. And I mean, you're great. Like, like there's no secret that like, you obviously know what you're doing and it just that like anything, it just takes time. Right. Like it just takes that yeah. one person to say like, all right, like let's do this. Right. And then, and then there's the floodgates and then everything else follows. Right. So, yeah. um, you know, I, I, I'm with you on that. I think that that's, that's important. Like keep drugging, keep, keep pumping out the songs, keep writing the songs and, and growing that songwriting muscle. And I think that eventually, you know, it's just like, all right, well, this one song, Sam Carter. I don't know who this guy is, but he's great. Like, let's do it. Right. Like, right. I think that's so important. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So, you know, just keep on trucking. I think that that'll work out for you. The CP is fantastic. Your, your music's you. great, man. You kick ass. And, and, you know, I just, I'm, I'm excited to see the, uh, your career grow and, and blossom and, and turn into like this big thing. So um, thanks for coming out with me. Thanks for coming to talk about the songs and have a good time. I, I really appreciate it. Yeah, man, dude. Thank you for having me. This is fun. Of course, come back anytime. Everybody, you can go follow Sam on uh, Instagram at uh, Sam D. Carter. Uh, all music, all one word. Wow. Wherever you follow people on social <laughs> media. And uh, and you can go listen to his music and his new EP, You and Tattoos. It's out everywhere now. Uh, Apple Music, Spotify, go stream it and go share it and and um, share it with your friends and share it on Instagram stories and do all that good stuff. It's, it's really good to spread the uh, spread the word and it helps a lot. Um, thanks for tuning into episode of the Remember Country Music Podcast. Remember to rate, subscribe, give us five stars. If you love the episode, you can follow us on Instagram at RCM underscore podcast. The episodes come out every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern at 10 a.m. Central, wherever you listen to pods, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google, it's all there. Uh, go share it with your friends and do all the good things. Like we say, week in, week out. Uh, everybody, I'm Kyle Corbus. That's Sam Carter. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. <laughs>